A disclaimer, this show is not meant to tell you how to live your life or give you the answer to life's questions. No, this show is meant to encourage and support your free thought. Take what you need, leave what you don't. goddesses, kings, and queens, it is my absolute pleasure, and quite honestly, my birthright, to welcome, welcome you all to the innovative, sophisticated, untethered, and unpredictable, the impossible, or what's that? I'm possible. Hmm. Age of Aquarius. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to reimagine, recreate, and innovate our world and the role we play in it. If you are here, you know the troubles of this world, you've seen the devastation, and you've felt its heartache. For far too long, we've accepted these wasteful, ineffective, unhappy, and meaningless lifestyles. And now, here we are, 2021, finally able to break free of the shackles society has placed on us as normal. There is nothing normal about me, or you for that matter, (laughs) no. Now, the time has finally come for us to take hold of this new world, bend it, mold it, hell even break it if we choose to. The table is ours to feast at, and your invitation has been received. If you accept, you will dine and live as royalty in this new age. But remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Welcome to the age of Aquarius. Hey, kings and queens, welcome to the new year. This is New Age Lee. I'm a revolutionary soul with an intellectual mind using the stars to get what's mine. And this is Black Innovation. I am so excited to be venturing into this new world of possibilities. 2020 was a hell of a year. We all had hopes that 2021 would do better, 
But surprise, surprise, here we are, not even mid-January, and the coonery continues. Isn't it ironic that the folks telling people to mind their emotions are now the ones breaking into the Capitol? Now don't mind me, I have a revolutionary spirit, so protesting and riots are right up my alley. But I need some of that same top flight security treatment the next time I have a sit-in. The last time the world checked, America was running over protesters and shooting them with rubber bullets. Now, I'm not saying that's what I want to happen. All I'm saying is, all protesters matter, okay? Now guys, guys, no reason for long faces. Remember, maintaining and keeping your energy is always gonna be your number one priority in this new world. So while that craziness is going on at the Capitol, don't let that distract you from the day-to-day -day routine of you becoming your best self. If we were able to survive 2020, there's nothing that 2021 can throw at us that we won't be able to handle. So buckle up and take a breath because we got a long way to go. Luckily, you're gonna be in good company and I got a good playlist. Today, I'm catching up with one of my tribe members to talk astrology, self-discovery, and meditation. I know that after listening to this episode, you're going to have more tools to keep calm and stay collected as we continue to find out what exactly 2021 has in store. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I present to you episode five, the dawning of a new age. Enjoy. What is up, world? Can you believe it? We made it to 2021. 2020, hopefully you learned something. 2021, it's time to apply something. And today, bringing us into the new year, I have a close dear friend. We go back like FUBU and baby fat. He is a Libra sun and a Gemini rising. This man is a smooth talker. But he's also very smart and deep, so we're going to take it there. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you 24. 24 in the building. Hey. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing? <laughs> 2021, we made it. Yo! We leave, we leave, we leave, we here. It was really unclear. And it's real funny because everybody's going to 2020 like, this is the year. It's hype. This is the year. This Corona is hit. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe Black not. Lives Matter hits. Mac <sighs> Time to look at yourself. You know, and that's what brings <laughs> us to 2021. I think this was a good preparation year for some good moves for the future. Hell yeah. We were talking about defining moments that hit generations. And honestly, with millennials, we never really had nothing too big that hit us. This was well, the realest shit. The whole Obama-Trump presidency is also kind of a rebirthing, reviewing of racism. Racism never died, and this is an unpopular opinion, but I think all Americans in general are a little bit racist. Right, I had to right, check myself. Obama started off a re-representation of racism, kind of like, oh shit, people really mad just because he's black. Uh, and black, he's actually yeah. a good president. <laughs> he actually making friends, people getting right. jobs. 
And then we had Trump come in and it's even more blame racism. Like, this right. is America. And it's funny <laughs> you bring up the racism piece because I think this year really, I wouldn't say exposed it, but it helped people to see where they stand. You right. know, I think it was more introspective. Uh, we already Looking knew. In the mirror. You know, you know, a lot of that. A lot, you know, people were getting that MJ on this year, you know. So over the past few years, I, I started to bring up the conversation more. I know in black homes, it's like, oh, these white people are still racist, you know. Or, you know, in <laughs> But white I homes, didn't know I'm they sure. were still that racist, to be honest. Right. Like, I thought we were a little farther than what we were. It goes with that don't see, don't hear, don't know. You could think it, but if you don't have any proof, do you know? So I think now that it's been in the open with the Obama. Obama opened the door, Trump got us in there looking around, and now the people are like, okay, I think it's time we do some research ourselves. I think it's time I take some onus on myself for this future. And I think that's what's going to be a big point in moving in 2021. Yes. How are you going to handle it? What are you going to do? Because we know these politics in this world is crazy right now. Look, it's crazy, okay, you know, you can't depend on outside <laughs> shit. You're going to have to handle some shit on your own. Yeah. If you want to depend on someone else, go for it. But guess what? You're going to yeah. be at their will, their whim. If they decide some shit going to go down, if that's what's about to fucking go down for you. You're still at home with mom. You know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much that situation. But I see some good things happening regardless. Yeah. I no, see no, some no, no, beautiful no, no, no. things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the great conjunction. Yes. So shit's about to be set off. We're moving into the age of Aquarius. And there's hey. some steps we can start personally taking to take control of our own energy and push us forward. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We haven't talked about this in a while. I haven't talked about it since my first episode. So if you have not actually watched episode, watched, <laughs> if you haven't listened, Listen. if you haven't taken the voyage on episode one, A Look Within, there I talk about astrology. Astrology believes as above, so below, as within, so without, as the universe, so the soul. If you can understand that the moon, far off in the distance, can affect the tides of the ocean, it can affect the waves in the water. If you can understand that the moon has that type of effect. Hopefully, knowing that the human body is mostly made of water, you can understand why other celestial bodies may also have an effect on our mostly water-based body. That's pretty much the basis of it. And I don't want it to be misconstrued. Astrology is not fancy, spooky-ass fortune-telling. It's yeah. not meant to tell you go to door A, jump over door B. So I'm going to do all that shit. I suggest you use this as a guide for yourself. One of the main things that people get wrong when they're first looking at astrology is just assuming that it's just their sun sign. And right. we are all comprised of many different sides and different orders. It's like our unique special recipe. And the main three things that you should start off when you're first reviewing astrology is looking at your primal triad, which is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. Right. So the sun sign. Your sun sign is the main sign that everyone knows. It's purely based off of what day and month you were born in. Your sun sign is kind of like your ego. It's representing your personality. So that's where a lot of stereotypes come from. Oh, cancers are emotional or Scorpios are sneaky. It's kind of ego energy right. that you might put off. Your moon sign is more of your inner self. So when no one's around, when you're in your comfort zone, what is the energy? And then the very last one is your rising sign, your ascending sign how you present yourself to the world. 
A good way of putting all of this together, I used the analogy before of it being like a house. So let's say you pull into the neighborhood and you see a house. The first thing you're gonna see is, all right, the lawn's nicely manicured. They already took their Christmas decorations down. That is your rising sign. That's how you present yourself to the world. When people see you, that's what they see. Right. Then you might get a little close with the person and they let you inside. You go inside the house, all right, the Christmas tree is still up in here. There's kids running around here butt-ass naked. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Outside, it looks clean. Inside, it has this type of energy. That is your sun sign. That's your ego. When people actually get to know you, this is what they're going to see about you. And then, if you're really close with that person, you might get invited into the bedroom. So you go upstairs, you go into their bedroom. Oh, in here... There's dim lights, they got candles, there's a guitar in the corner, there's no shoes on the floor. This is your moon sign, your inner place. Those three together combined make your house, which is called your primal triad. You have what people see, you have your ego, which is like your personality, and then you have that inner self, your emotions, where you're at peace. I feel it's really important to understand that there's those three main forces that pretty much shape the personality of individuals because you know some people say oh that's a leo so automatically expect prideful selfish mm -hmm. yeah. or they'll think libra and they'll think oh this person's gonna try to keep the peace and they're gonna be so nice i might be able to take advantage of this person right. you, you see what i'm saying so but it's not all sun it's a little bit of everything so right. even if you read something you're like oh that's not me that's not how i act it's probably because you have other things you're mixed with that are overtaking that sign or right. that presentation exactly and so it's the blend that it gives you that personal touch of knowing who you are but it's good personally to know these things so that you know how you interact and maybe where it stems from right where it comes from and i think your introduction was beautiful how you said um if the tides can move the water i mean you gotta be kind of egotistical to think that <laughs> Nothing out there doesn't affect you. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, so great. <laughs> Everything is up to you. Right. But that's also very dangerous, right? And I right. think that's one of the great things about religion is that if you put it all on your human body full of flaws, that it's up to you to make your destiny a reality, that's a lot of fucking that, pressure. That's a We lot. control so little of life. And at the same time, <laughs> I do think we have to acknowledge that we do have some power of influence. A role to play. A role to play. And you know, you gotta find that perfect blend of, I know I can't do everything, but God did make me in his image. Right. I can make some things happen. Alexander the Great almost had the whole world. It wasn't his own power. There's no yeah. way one man could control all that. Yeah. But at the same time, there was a purpose behind him. He still had yeah. to make moves. He had to he make moves. He didn't just lay on his ass and then get up. And <laughs> all then, of a sudden. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> wish upon a star. Yeah. So something that I wanted to do for 2021, starting hopefully a new habit, I want to read The Seven Effects of Habits by oh, okay. Kobe. That's a good one. I wanted to do that every January, like just start off fresh. I just looked at a summary video. If you YouTube it, they got the audiobook on yeah, YouTube. So yeah. if you don't want to read it, you can actually just listen to it. Right. But they have a few summary videos. The first couple of habits, he's really just talking about getting your house in order. The first one, be proactive, not reactive, which right. is focus on what you can control yes. versus just reacting to things that happen to you. Right. So the example they gave was, let's say two students both fail their test. 
someone who's reactive is, oh, the teacher hates me, it's not my fault. Right. They make excuses. But the person who is proactive, oh, dang, I need to spend more time studying. Uh, yeah. If I apply myself, I can do better. And from that approach, you can get more done than making excuses or trying to blame someone for where you're at. You gotta be proactive about the shit. You gotta move forward. And once you know that you have to move forward, the next thing is to make a plan on where the fuck you're gonna go. Exactly. And you know what's so funny about that example you gave? It's that window of three seconds of what you're gonna think mm -hmm. that causes the next set of thoughts, mm -hmm. that causes the next set of thoughts, that causes you being in the library or you out on the other side of the town drinking because drinking. you're pissed and it's, it's those three <laughs> seconds you know like right. just those three seconds a couple of thoughts that can change and steer your direction yes. of where you want to go you brought up the Curvy seven habits i love that book and another book i recommend is um goals by brian tracy okay and what's so good about that one he talks about those three seconds the mechanism in your mind so there's a section there you talked about he was broke he didn't have anything one day, he just wrote down on a piece of paper a goal. Over the next course of days, magical things started to occur. Of course, he was taking Putting action, effort into following some of those habits. It's all because he just wrote it on a piece of paper. That's all he did, but because he did that, his mind started focusing and thinking, okay, what's the next step? Right. Okay, what's the next step? Right. Okay, what's the next step? To get there and keeping your mind there will get you there. And it's not always easy to do that. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy to do that. Keep your mind on that goal. Yeah, let alone to actually come up with the goal because right. that's what I was also feeling right. weird about. What type of goal am I going to set for what myself? Now? Right. But 2020, as far as trying to align you with your purpose or taking time with yourself to try to figure out who you are and what you're meant to do really came into play. And astrology really helped me with that. How do you think your three signs have contributed to that? So my sun sign is Aquarius. My personality, I'm rebellious. Yeah. So when it comes to work, when it comes to school, this is the way the system's gonna be presented. And I'm gonna be like, hmm, but what if we did this? Did you always think like <laughs> that and notice you thought like that? Or did you notice you thought like that after you got into astrology? Middle school, high school, I had a pretty clear idea that I thought outside the box. I was comfortable with getting a puzzle and trying to find a solution. Now, astrology was like, this is a part of your recipe. This is something that not a lot of people might have. Right. When we talk about money and your net worth, it's all about production and consumption. Whatever your job pays you, that's how much they're saying you're worth. That's what they're saying your value is. Your consumption is what you spend. Most finance people are gonna talk about consumption because it's easy to tell you to stop spending money and to use coupons. It's easier to say that than to increase your production, increase right. your value. Everyone always talks about how to lessen your consumption, but if you can increase your production, production then you on to something. That's right. where people turn into millionaires. Now, when we talk about adding value to yourself, a way for you to increase your value is to know what skills and talents you're already kind of pre, I won't say predestined, but you're set up for. Right. If I just gave you a tool that you've never seen before, you got to look at the instruction manual. We're the same way. We're tools of society. We are supposed to make some type of change. We're supposed to be finding some type of solution for what's going on around us. So if you don't take a second to look at your instruction manual, yeah. you can use a cell phone to smash <laughs> a nail into the wall. Or you can use your cell phone to call a repairman. There's things that the phone was made for. 
Yeah. <laughs> it can do other things. It can do other things and, hmm. and it would be more valuable for you to use a phone for that versus to waste a phone by smashing it into a wall. Me personally. Gemini rising, Libra sun, Sagittarius moon. A lot of things when it comes to astrology in my life balance out. I don't know if it's because I'm a Libra, my perspective looks for balance and I just find that, you know. <laughs> I notice balance. You, you in know my what life. I mean? Or if it's <laughs> truly there. And having the Gemini rising, my mask as real communicative. That goes with my sun sign, which is also a social sign, a Libra. Yes, Libra. So I may open up conversations for the sake of them, but eventually they'll turn genuine. And then if it's There's not genuine, I've learned that that Sagittarius moon, my inner self is gonna be like, cut this. My chart aligns with somebody who could be an only child and be by themselves. I don't necessarily have to go to California to feel freedom. I can find freedom in, in a room space. by myself. And it's just funny that those type of alignments occur. I used to think astrology was a bunch of bullshit. I didn't like being a Libra. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was a weak sign and everything. Then I thought more about it. I looked more into my sign. I found appreciation with myself. I found Yo, that I had some self-hate about some of my tendencies. The secret power of Libras is the fact that you are the diplomat. Right. You have two sides that are at odds with each other and you're the person that's gonna come in the middle and make everything copacetic that is a very powerful thing to even be able to communicate or to be able to listen to different perspectives and bring a common ground to that you know it's funny you say that because i was always that person when two people are feuding they're like what you think <laughs> tell him he tripping fool tell this nigga he tripping and i'll be like ah bro it was you like i had to keep it real like that was you bro and they'd be like ah like, you know upset it you ain't you know he ain't taking no sides bro he like and i never looked at myself as a diplomat or anything i just looked at myself as my niggas know I ain't gonna lie to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, people know I'm an honest person. I found power in that. I've always been pretty good about knowing what information goes where and to who. Yes. And it's because of being in these situations a lot, I was blessed with that. I found to love my combinations of my sign and who I am and who I become. And it took a lot of introspection for that. Finding what I was good at and being okay with that and then finding the joy in that. I started meditating a lot and that really upgraded my communication because not only was I listening more, but I was more in tune with where I was coming from. I was more at peace with myself. I wasn't thinking about this or that. I wasn't even thinking about what the person was gonna say next. I was in that moment with that person. So whatever I stated after was genuine. It was mm -hmm. coming from a place of peace. And that's where I started realizing there's more to my mind and yes. communication than I thought. And the more I've communicated with people and really started to, I guess you could say, abuse my triad and understand like, okay, you're good at this. This is something you like to do. Like most people don't even think about what they're gonna say to people and you like to think about what you're gonna say to people. So use that to your advantage. One of the other pieces of that is connecting with your own energy. Mm -hmm. And I look at communication as an exchange of energy. If somebody's in a good mood and you're in a dark mood, a lot of times, it doesn't matter what's being exchanged back and forth. The energy will dictate the vibe going mm -hmm. forward. People feel good inside. Like, They're for not hour, feeling good. I don't want to. You know, you know, I don't want to feel good in front of them feeling bad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's funny because communication is. I think that's one of the biggest things going into 2021. All sorts of communication, internet, mm -hmm. social media, the way you drive. You know, the way you wear your clothes. Yes. Like, in the great conjunction. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, all three of them are social planets. Right. They're less internal 
and more external. They're about society as a whole. So right. Communication is going to be all the way up. There is one piece of astrology I would like your opinion on, and that's your personal will, power, and connection with the divine versus your natural birth. So at what point do you think is there a bridge between this primal triad and my personality and my willpower to use knowledge to shape myself? It's a really tough question because I honestly, I don't know what the balance is yet. Right. At the end of the day, the strongest power is willpower. Right. Human willpower is the strongest power. You can have all of the tools. If you don't use them, who's to say the outcome? With Christianity, it's almost a similar question they ask as far as man's will versus God's will. Right. With the church perspective, you're not going to make a mockery out of God. We were talking about Samson earlier. He spent his whole life pretty much not doing what the fuck he was made to do. And at the very end, bam, he killed many of the enemies, just right. like God said before he was even born. That's why I tell people, even if you don't believe in astrology, who gives a fuck? Right. It's still happening. Right. Whether yeah. you pay attention to it or exactly. not, <laughs> it's, another, yeah. it's still going on around yeah. you. It's still affecting you. So same way. I don't know per se that you can completely go off of your destiny, but I feel like the way you get to your destiny is up to you. Like that's the choice that you have. Do you want to get to your destiny being free and being powerful? Or do you want to get to your destiny being enslaved? Only realize at the very end of your life what you were meant to do. So then let me ask this. Because you know and have now a different understanding of your skill or talent with communication. Do you see that fitting into the purpose for your life? My definition on someone's purpose is a little different, I would say, than most people's. Oh, spill the tea! Shed the knowledge! When I think of purpose, I don't think of some sort of achievement. I believe all of those are defining factors in someone's life. But that may not have been their purpose. I feel like a purpose is more of a spirit. Albert Einstein had all sorts of inventions and creations. Through the life he lived, more minds have been open for more expansion and creation. Michael Jordan, was his purpose to win six championships in the NBA? Was that all that his no, purpose was? was? Sometimes we think someone can only have one purpose. We have different eras in our life. In his Michael Jordan Bulls era, that was his purpose. But now he's trying to win in NASCAR. And think about what that's doing if you want to bring race into this. I just had a friend the other day. He was like, yeah, I was watching NASCAR. I was watching the finals. <laughs> when when y'all do that? Really? Like, you know, he's like, oh yeah, did you know Michael Jordan has a team? So. I look at his purpose, at first it was expanding what someone can physically do in the game of basketball. It's that kid going to school, wearing those shoes, feeling proud, getting an A on his test, and playing his best <laughs> basketball game over. You're like, That's bigger than that game winning shot. That's somebody's childhood being made that they're going to remember for the rest of their life. That all stemmed from somebody's defining moment, and their purpose was that feeling that I got to feel from I like them. that. I feel like you're saying Jordan's purpose was to be trailblazing. Right. And I think that's fun because he's like us, the yeah. Sagittarius moon. Sag Sagittarius is adventurous. It's going to go out on its own. Right. We were talking about Jupiter expanding. It's right. going to try to change the game. His main thing first coming in is I'm about to spark this shit and light this path. Right. And people might come behind me or not. I'm on this shit. 
Right. I don't know if I'm gonna be a trailblazer, but I do want to start a path or spark some type of inspiration and people to come behind me. And I think you feel that way as well. Of course, of course, yeah. I like to communicate. So I know <laughs> I can share this with this person and they could do whatever they want with it. But in sharing this with them, I hope I know the purpose, I'm sharing it with them. And if they take it that way, I could be a big effect on that person. One of my favorite quotes is, if you don't know, you don't know. A kid has to learn one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten and before they can do back. one plus one is two. If they don't have concept of one, how can they do one and one equals two, right? Mm. When you're communicating with people, sometimes you gotta understand the context of where the information's coming from because in their eyes, man, I killed that fool. You know, if you're talking to somebody from a completely different world from you, like, damn, he killed someone. Like, proud of it. And he's proud of it. <laughs> where this other person's thinking like, oh man, he must've beat him in the basketball game last night. The context of that situation is so powerful. And I think that's what makes a great orator is they can open up the context I love that you open brought this shit to communication because I do think 2021 is very much, it's going to be important how you communicate and how you receive communication. If you are healthy, you will be interacting with a lot of different people from different walks of life. You really should not get stuck into your one little box where you only listen to news from Fox or right. you only listen to news from CNN or you only follow this Instagram person or this blogger. You really need to diversify. And like you said, one person can say, I killed that fool. And depending on what your perspective is on that, you're going to take it right. so far. So you really have to use communication wisely and, and make sure you check your perspective. Know that other people have a right to think differently. And you got to be careful because some people are going to tell you this is the only way. Anyone who's not doing this is wrong and you should hate them or you should get away from them. And you can't follow that mentality. In 2021, I think oh, you brought up a great point. You got to get out your emotions when you're communicating at least. Every, there's a lot of chaos right now, you know, and there's there's a lot of people who think they should be the leader. A lot of people think they know what's best. I feel like we're gonna need to be careful, especially when we're going into worlds of people that are really hyper-emotional about things because you may jump a part of a flow because- It looks appeasing. It looks appeasing, it looks feels appeasing, it tastes appeasing, <laughs> but when you think it through, is this the direction I'm really trying to go? Does it align and with your purpose? Purpose. I think of the question is to ask yourself is, what mark would I have wanted to make? Or what difference would I have wanted to make? What do I want to be different? Because, because I was here. You know, you can achieve great things right now today and just follow the status quo. Purpose doesn't have to be that game winning shot or even making it to the NBA because there's a trainer. He was a freakish athlete. He had the athletic ability, but he just Did didn't he make, make it. it. He opened up his own gym, has uh, guests come by, NFL players, NBA players, kids. His purpose has changed. Well, the way it looks has changed, but he's still fulfilling yeah. a great goal. Something I feel, especially pulling on what he was doing, and even again with Michael Jordan, <laughs> successful people a lot of the time are going to attribute some part of that to luck. Yeah. A lot of times it's right place, right timing that really puts you in that position. And when we talk about success, people say success is where preparation meets opportunity. opportunity right. So when we're talking about the trainer, the opportunity that was presented to him either wasn't the same one that put him in that position 
Or to be honest, even though he was very prepared, he might not have been prepared enough to meet the opportunity when it opened. That doesn't mean that he's a bad person. Exactly. But as long as he actually tried his best, he can rest comfort in knowing that that wasn't a part of his destiny, but something meant to catapult him to the right. next thing for him. That was the universe pivoting him. You never know what the future can bring. And I think this is that sad optimism in me because I've seen this happen in my life so many times. I look at myself, some things that didn't work out in my life, but it opened doors for me to revisit and dabble with some things in my past that I forgot. I really, really was enjoy. into, you know, yeah. because I was so focused on other things. So sometimes the universe, divine intervention, God, or luck, however you want to look at it, has a better plan than what you can foresee for yourself. Not that what you had wasn't A1, but something else might fulfill you in a better way. On that note, from my personal experience, when you achieve something that you know you were supposed to do, there's not too many feelings greater than that. So what do you think is what causes people not to chase that feeling? The very first thing that's yelling is fear. On one end, I think it's hard for people to be sure what they're supposed to do. Okay. Because you gotta think about exposure as well. Even though they say from your childhood, you are already exhibiting traits of what your purpose is. Right. Whatever you would do for free, whatever you enjoy doing, that is most likely tied to what your purpose is. On the other side of that, people are afraid. It's easier not to try than to face the reality that you don't do well. But if you really apply yourself and if you're really skilled and talented in that area, and even if you're not, there is a likely chance for you to succeed if you actually are disciplined about it. Right. I guess it goes somewhere along the shoot for the moon, land among the stars, at least, you know, you're in the right direction. So right. I can agree with that. And that's the beautiful thing. We haven't got all the way there yet, but with the great conjunction, Jupiter being in Aquarius, Jupiter is about expansion. It's about getting more. People consider it lucky, but it's not always lucky depending on what you're able to handle. I think that brings up a point with that while Jupiter, Saturn's right there next to it. Yeah. You know, it's not just going to let everything <laughs> go free. Big Daddy knows he needs to let go of the reins eventually. He knows that it's time to let, let him fly. But I just don't fully trust him yet. I feel like that's kind of where we're at going into this age of Aquarius. A lot of free thought, free speech, free thinking, access to knowledge, technology. It's going to be easy to go astray. So I feel like that guidance is necessary. Once we hit that point where astrology is a understanding. Back I can, to the roots. You know, like where it's an understanding. <laughs> it's amazing. It's but all yeah. about your perspective. Right, right. The distraction that is the 21st century between phones and right. peer pressure because there's no need to get likes on MySpace. You might have wanted to have a lot of friends but you didn't have to produce content and see how people felt about it. People weren't voting on what you did. It was just something that you had. Who's your and top then, eight? yeah, and now it's <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of these things have likes. Snapchat, you have a score. <laughs> on your social media, you have a score on how well are you socializing with others. So that's a lot of pressure and it can pull you away from that center of what did I actually enjoy? And that is where I think astrology comes in. It's giving you that self-reflection and that is necessary when you're trying to find your purpose or at least get on a path right. to having a fulfilling life. But I want to use that distraction part. You don't realize how quickly your mind can move on shit and how your mind is really the powerhouse of your life. Where your thoughts go, everything else in your life So goes. I want to start that off with, it's called the double slit experiment. Who's she? There was two slits, the left and the right. 
the balls would go in the left or the right. They would just roll down and randomly go to a side. It was evenly balanced. So if it went to one side or the other, there was no variable causing it. They went through the test. When nobody looked at the test, they rounded out pretty much 50-50. But when they went into it, like focused on one side, the left side would have more than the right side. And then when they did the intention to the right side, this called the it what? went to the right side. It's the double slit experiment. The I, double also other experiments where you can YouTube where two rooms set up with plants in the room. Mm -hmm. And one person will have the intention of one room. You know, they're just going in with speak positive. You're going to be the most healthiest plant. Oh, I love <laughs> you. You're such a beautiful flower. They went into the other room and they had negative intentions, negative vibes toward it. it goes in the room. I hate flowers. I hate grass. I hate nature. I just hate this stuff time passes the room with the positive energy that was getting that positive flow on a daily they grew healthier and stronger and lived longer than the ones in the negative vibe it was a controlled experiment so same amount of sunlight same water same everything was controlled the only variable was the individual and the intention they went into it with so there's something <laughs> up I was watching something and they were talking about the flow of energy as individuals. So we all have our own energy that we can store. Of course, you can use it. You can lose it. People can steal it. There's two ways. Well, there's really three ways, obviously, but there's two extremes that you can be on with your energy. You can either focus your energy in, which humans do when we're trying to make something happen. So if you're focusing on a test or you're working really hard on a puzzle, you're bringing all of your energy into your physical form and you're using it to try to work and create something with your physical body. Whereas the opposite end of that is to let go of your energy and flow with the universe. So let the aura or the energy release from your body versus trying to pull energy into your body, let energy out of your body and let that energy grab things and bring them to you instead. People talk about manifestations, like, oh, I think about this, or I'm putting that energy out there until it's coming out. It's this type of energy, not the fake shit, because, you know, there's always a fake version right. of the good shit. Right. There's also still work that can be put in, and there's and a difference between saying you're being positive and actually being positive. But I think that plant experiment is actual physical proof of the supernatural world in the sense that it's like, no, your energy and your mindset can literally affect the world around you. And going into speaking about the law of attraction, if you look at law of attraction, most people look at it the same way they look at it as prayer in church. I'm going to pray for it. I'm going to think good about it. I'm going to get it. God's going to give it to me. The universe is going to give it to me. And that's not how it works. I've done a lot of research about the law of attraction. So my perspective on it is you match energetically, internally with whatever you're wanting to manifest in your life. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a new car, a boyfriend, girlfriend, you have to match mm -hmm. that vibe, vibe, that frequency. You have to do some work. If you <laughs> if, if you want to be a millionaire, but you can't count to 10 with ones, you're not that vibe. Diving into meditation, I think that's one of the easiest ways to match your frequency or know what your frequency is. Mm -hmm. So you know where you're what headed you to, to. Exactly. If you want to manifest it. So for me, meditation <laughs> is a quick little 15 minute process. Find you a nice spot that you'll go to on a consistent basis. And I uh, sit at the end of the chair. I don't let my back touch the end of the chair. Helps your posture too. So I sit straight up and just clasp my hands together. I just close my eyes. In my nose, out my mouth. 15 minutes. It's tough, especially in the very beginning because we're so used to go, 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 go information overload trying to figure this out figure that out 
A lot of times after we finish a project or a job and we go, oh, I'm going to go relax. You're really not relaxing. Mm -hmm. You're thinking about something. I do the meditation in the morning, so I go through my day already aware. Instead of thinking in the moment, my attention and focus is on my breath, but I'm feeling my feet. And then I'm taking my conscious attention and running it up my legs. I was using headspace. So headspace will be like your shoulders. If they're mm -hmm. raised, lower them. Is your tongue on the top of your roof? Right. Lower your tongue. Wow. All of these are little things that our body does when we're stressed. And we might not notice it, but we're holding our body in a way right. because of what we're feeling. And so meditating, let go of it. Right. Breathe. Ground yourself. Center yourself. Right. Yeah, exactly. Bring yourself to yourself. For me, the first time I had ever really experienced feeling myself like that in like inner way, to be honest, was the first time I ever smoked marijuana. Like, you know, <laughs> man, I was so deep in myself. Everything was funny. I was looking at things from such a different perspective. I just could feel aura in my body coursing through me. And that's when I started to become aware of that. And then I got into meditation a little bit. And that's when I noticed I can naturally get myself to feel this way. Like This is another reason I was thinking meditation is really good because being able to actually focus your attention on shit is hard. When's the last time you actually sat at home and watched a video, a movie, without looking at your phone, without being distracted? Like, right. actually give your attention right. to the movie. If I was back in school trying to listen to a teacher lecturing, right. would I be able to really sit there through the whole lecture? Or would right. I want to text or right. scroll through the gram real quick? Being able to be mindful for long periods of time, that's what meditation helps train one of my mentors told me in college, the war over racism is over. They already divided y'all. The next war is going to be for your mind. Are you going to be able to control your thought processes? Are you going to be able to focus your energy long enough to get something done? You're hitting spot on with meditation because that's what it did for me. You're not letting any type of interference on the outside and you're connecting with yourself in that time. So then when you do watch a movie, you've trained yourself to focus on Watch that, the that movie. movie and then I'm actually present in this moment right and it opens doors to richer experiences of things a lot of people who haven't meditated have experienced something close to it whether it's smoking marijuana or cutting grass or doing something where their attention is immersed in one thing at a moment most people can't just pull it out of thin air and do right. that something especially there, for long periods of time you usually have to be really interested in it have a passion for it love it but there's a way to naturally hack that you get to choose the thoughts you think about mm. that subject i like to learn i tell myself that during meditation in the beginning Get you want in the beginning you want to clear your mind but during your day especially if you're in a place where you're interacting with a lot of people all the time you're picking up thoughts and information that isn't necessarily healthy for you and again and, with the energy transfer right that shit is sticky going into this age where everyone's being social you want to fit in you want to have teamwork, but it's important for you to stay true to yourself while you're in the team. Right. And my biggest view of the new age we're entering to it, I just call it an intellectual jungle. Like, oh, like that's, that's how so I look good. at it. Like, like, how strong mentally are you? It's not necessarily hunting for food. Mm -hmm. It's maybe hunting for clients on the internet. How long can you put your attention to make that happen? How much mental capacity do you have? Meditation can give you that edge where you have a focus and you can focus and listen to what everybody else is saying because you're free in yourself mm -hmm. because you took that 15 minutes to declutter and it's that simple 
Level one on the meditation is self-awareness. Right. Because you're gonna realize this is where my mind goes. Yeah. Before you know it, I'll maybe be two minutes in and then, oh, I'm thinking about this. work. Right. right, I'm thinking about turtles. I'm supposed to be breathing. Wait, what? So then come back, inhale, exhale. Two minutes later, I might've took a nap. Level one is being aware of where you're at with your mental strength. Once you're aware of it, you can start training it. Level three is where you really start to get that power where you're talking about. Now I can turn on my energy, turn on right. my power and focus. Even for me, I'm not on level three yet at all. Right. I'm still on level one, but where I usually would have a negative thought, oh, I'm getting good at this, or right. this is easier now. Right. Just starting to tell myself positive things. Right. It's coming naturally because I've been meditating. It's a muscle practicing doing that and you take that energy and you start applying it to different subjects in your life i mean we meditate all the time and don't know what we're doing you can be driving your car and next thing you know you're driving and how did i end up here because you're just in such a zone where you're just so focused in that moment you're in a meditative state but you're not aware of it and it's becoming more aware of you being in whatever mm -hmm. state you're in after that 15 minutes what are you going to do now because mm -hmm. now you have a clear mind mm -hmm. so the world is yours what is my goal? I want to achieve this. So what things do I need to think about and focus on in my mind right now to manifest that? So that's where they talk about law of attraction, co-creators, we're manifestors in life. I think that's one of the biggest things about meditation did for me is I started being able to get to the root of my thoughts. Even if you want to take it to a social level or dating, why do I keep thinking about this person in my meditation? What is it about this person that comes up why is my subconscious bringing this to right. the forefront and then define it as roots of oh these are the patterns of people i like or oh yesterday this happened so it's reminding me of this individual sometimes dang subconscious is giving me the answer right that's who i needed to call talking about the great conjunction this is pretty much the main thing that's happening your intuition is about to be taken to the next level right and it means different things for different right. people but if you ask the question and you actually put energy toward finding that solution, you should get to it. it Not that it's to. gonna be easy because we still got Saturn. Mm -hmm. He wants you to come correct, but Jupiter is that expansive. Jupiter wants you to have whatever the fuck you want, but Saturn's gonna make sure if you get it, you get it how you're supposed to get it. Anything can fucking happen because that's pretty much what continuing into the next 20 so years is gonna be. It's unstable because we're trying to figure out what the new normal is so we're going to be building and breaking and building and breaking just like muscle you have to break muscle to build muscles first it started with everyone stay home then it was like well wear your mask and use hand sanitizer you're safe now we're like oh vaccine we don't know what's gonna happen yet y'all know the floor is split right. <laughs> so i ain't gonna say shit. and this is in my field so something else i think people should practice in 2021 for sure is what did you say what was the quote if you, you don't know, you don't know. If you don't know, you don't know, and it's okay. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to That's know That's not everything. your ministry, boo-boo. It's not your purpose to know the answer to that question. You need to go find the answer to that question, or, you know, let bygones be bygones. Don't get frustrated when you want to do something you don't feel like it's automatically appearing. Saturn is slow moving. Jupiter is even slow moving. So you got to build that foundation and show you're dedicated to it. If you show you're dedicated, you should be rewarded. But just because you're rewarded, don't think that's the end. Right. You getting that reward is because you've expanded now. That's There's Jordan new... making the shot, but right. you still got another game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
value, your individual purpose, your individual quest. Yes, you have to interact with others, but you need to be careful that you're not trying to become others or that you're not being yourself when you're with others. Right, right. You're not letting your light shine. There's, uh, they call it masterminding. So if you had a group of people who've been meditating for several years who can focus their minds, it was said that the power of those five people dedicating focused energy and attention to one goal is more powerful than millions of scattered energy. And I feel like we're evolving as humanity. Whether you're in a group with two or three people or you're joining the herds, it really comes down to what, what are, are you focusing, focusing on? Yeah, exactly. What like, energy are you putting on it? Like, yeah, you can unlock all that stuff if you want. You know, they say God gives us gifts and talents to use for greater good. So I have no doubt that these things exist for the greater good. I'm ready to see what happens in the next 10, 20 years. I'm sure some supernatural oh, yeah. stuff is going to occur. Like, oh, yeah. I know that we got a long time. I feel like 2020 definitely exposed a lot of faults and cracks in everybody's system. Right. So now we all are the solution to a problem. Given the tools and resources, what are you going to do? Who are you going to team up with to fix those problems? I think the education system for sure was a system that was faulted and broken. Corona split this bitch wide open. So here's another problem that needs a solution. Well, on that note, what do you think about, for instance, I have a good friend of mine. He has two kids, nice car, a nice place, takes care of himself, dropped out in sixth grade. He had to hustle. He had some help along the way. Had some homeless time. I think the path that you take is at Personal. your will. Currently, we're in a, a place of change, so it's whatever. But the main thing I noticed with your friend is that you were like, he hustled. Yeah. And most people who are dropping out is not because they're about to hustle. The hustle only turns on when it's the last resort. And when it becomes the last resort, as in you either hustle or you're homeless, Again, there's few people who make it to that Jordan stage. If you don't even have a high school diploma, it doesn't put you in a good place for opportunities right. unless you're really truly just that skilled or that motivated. Right. A lot of this evolution, think about a caterpillar. It goes into its own cocoon mm -hmm. and then it turns Quarantine. into a butterfly, right? It's learning on its own. So I look at the earth as a cocoon. Now kids can get on their phone and access information that they had to ask a teacher. You can watch Rick and Morty and learn a lot about science, even though you don't really know you're learning right. about science. From my perspective, that faulted system's gotta die. It's dead, it's gonna go. It's just what's gonna be born from it. They don't have to sit back and read a book. They're like, okay, how to fix a bike. There watch the video, fix the bike. Right. Teaching kids how to learn. That's good. I'm here to teach you how to teach yourself. Future, the knowledge is gonna be there, the information is gonna be there. It's just, will that individual do what they need to do to access it and apply it? You said, well, a lot of the kids are lazy. And I think when that fire starts hitting, the generation that's coming up now actually is more intelligent than we think they are. Big picture. We're starting off with a great conjunction, which is ushering us into the age of Aquarius. Aquarius is all about enlightenment, kind of revolutionary, rebellious. It is being powered and energized by Saturn and Jupiter, who are both social planets. Jupiter represents expansion, also gassing you up. <laughs> it's social, it's gonna, it's gonna push you toward whatever you want. And Saturn is balancing it out. It's coming on the opposite end, saying you need to slow down, you need to do things right. 
that ain't gonna work, try again, that ain't gonna work, try again, that ain't gonna work, try again. I am very excited for us going into this time because let's be honest, we are past due for a revolutionary change in all aspects and walks of life. We've just been looking at this shit the wrong way, you know? There's gonna be collaboration. Whether you like it or not, that's just universal. So and make sure you're good so that you can play friendly with others. And we're gonna use that Sag Moon optimism. The more people, <laughs> the more ideas, the more merrier, less work for you. So hey. hey, if you take it positive, take your ego out of it, you can just grow. 24, what you got for the people? 2021, hey. It's all about you this year. 2020, we all had high hopes, high aspirations. We got monkey wrench thrown in there, but mm -hmm. we had a lot of time, self-reflect, learned a little bit about the people around us, but I think most importantly, where we stand, not only in America or worldview, but where we stand as an individual in our own lives. Because you had no choice but to kind of sit there and focus on your life. So I think in 2021, you know, take that time, take 15 minutes, meditate, connect with yourself, look at your goals, read some books, Seven Habits yes. of Highly Effective People by Covey is a great one. Brian Tracy Goals, take those, refresh your mind for the new year. Preparation meets opportunity. Yes, success. That, that's, that's, I think that's 2021 in a nutshell. Hey. You know? So that's my perspective and I hope everybody has a great year. I hope it goes beautiful for everyone. Until next time. Deuce. <laughs> The only thing I'm seeing I'd like to put an amend on, perhaps a little more room here for the fixins. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, we're gonna have a lot of fixins? You know, we're gonna have so many fucking fixins up in this motherfucker. This shit's gonna go through the roof, man. Ooh. Ah, damn, I'm shitting gold these days. Soldier Boy Drake. No payments. Not turning shit down while I issue my statement. It needed a moment of silence. Nigga, we made it. You fly out your lady, I fly out my latest. Bitches can't front on a kid anymore, man. They know what my name is. And if by chance she don't know who I am, she just know that I'm famous. I'ma just hand her a business card and say, nigga, we made it. And she gotta come through the hotel and pop it off for me. Then she go text her best friend like, girl, he got some good dick and money. Her friend hit her back like, I know that already. That nigga's amazing. 
Then I sent a message to both of their asses like, nigga, we made it. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like motherfuckers should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. Hey. We made it. Nigga, we made it. Hey. Damn, we made it. Nigga, we made it. Hey. We made it. Hey. Nigga, we made it. Hey. We made it. Yeah. If they with me, just know that they with it and bought it. If I said it, I meant it, there's no way around it. OVO reps up, man, P Rain is next up, why she way go crazy. When Baka came home for the holidays, I was like, nigga, we made it. And all of those lawyer fees, nigga, I paid it. My family get all of my loyalty, all of my patience. My life for your life, man, I wouldn't trade it. I would just look at you dead in your face and say, nigga, we made it. I swear that we made it. Sell off the ting, I'm a king in Jamaica. But I've been on that wave, that's why this shit I tell you, I don't need no favors. Damn, soldier boy, stun on them haters. And my resolution for New Year's is, nigga, we made it. <laughs>